0: The extra level information and the education. Rev here we got you covered as you hit your destination. Climb the rules, everything around me. Dream. For those who lost focus, close your eyes and just dream. Open your third eye. Now the world is your off. Coolest, coolest show you know. It's the hip hop calls.
1: Well, I'm excited to talk to Miss Sharon Levine because one, I am from the great state of Louisiana. And so, as we would say, this is my Home people. And so, and she's doing some amazing work, which we're gonna get all to. But first and foremost, Miss Sharon, how are you doing?
0: Doing pretty good after Hurricane Ida.
1: <laughs> yes, actually, let's start there because um, as you know, Katrina was 16 years ago, mm-hmm. and that came on August 29th. Yes, and then Ida came on the same day. Same August day. 29th of 2021. How, mm-hmm. h- how are you feeling? And, and, and I know that you know you your house took some damage and but but how are you feeling first before you get to the physical stuff?
0: I'm feeling blessed because I'm alive. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I'm not gonna let a hurricane bring me down and and my house might be destroyed but I'm not destroyed. I'm still here. You can always rebuild a home, but you can't rebuild a person. I'm not living in my home. I'm at my granddaughter's house right now. The only hardship I have is going back and forth from her house to my house.
1: Hmm. Is she in Louisiana? Are you in Louisiana yes. now? Or are you?
0: She's okay. in Louisiana. She bought a 45-minute ride away okay. from St. James.
1: All right. Now, the next most important question is when I uh, come down there to see you, and I got to do that. Uh, when the house is all fixed up, what are we eating? Gumbo. <laughs> I know
0: that. <laughs> I, you know, my daughter lives across the river from, from my house, and I could always go to her house and make gumbo. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's always a way. It's always a way. Listen, th- th- that's actually the theme of this whole process. There's always a way. <laughs> yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Oh man. But <laughs> well, let's get to some of this stuff so folks can understand what we're fighting here. So okay. petrochemicals. What are petrochemicals?
0: Uh petrochemicals are the, the industries in St. James that's polluting us. Mm. They they uh, emit so many chemicals into the air and into our drinking water and into our soil. And that's what's making
1: us sick. Mm. Now, when you say that, I know you've been taking, I know that your background, because you were a school teacher at one time, right? Oh. And then, and then you got into this fight. Actually, let's start with, actually go back a little bit. Why, why did you get into this fight?
0: I got into this fight when our governor announced that Formosa Plastics would be built in St. James on the West Bank. Hmm. Then I found out it was going to be two miles from my home. And that, it did something to me. It set, set off something in me. And then uh, that's what I said. It's not going to come that close to my home and right next to a church and right next to a a school. And I thought that he was, he had the audacity to put it in my neighborhood. And I asked why not put it in his neighborhood Mm. if he wanted so bad. And uh, that was the spark that sparked me, that devastated me when I found out that he did that. And uh, I was still teaching school at the time even when I, when I started with RISE, I was still teaching school. And then uh, that's when I wanted to fight. So I had to quit teaching. So I went on and I retired from teaching. And I started doing this full time because I was tired doing two jobs at one time. This Doing this work is full time, triple time, to be honest with you, because I'm, I'm, on, I'm on so many organizations, so many committees and so many, it's just so much. You have to think all kinds of ways, different on this. Uh, um, if I'm on a call with this group, I have to think about what we're doing with that group. And the next group, I got to think for the next group. And sometimes I get them mixed up. I'm on one call and I say, oh, it's not about this one, it's about that. You know, it's a lot. It's a lot of work and a lot of thinking. But I think because God put this thing in, in my mind and I could think about how I want to stop something, what I want to do about it. And uh, I have to slow down sometimes because my mind runs fast with me. And I have to, sometimes I have to write it down. So that's the spark. Governor John Bell Everett was the spark when he said it's coming in my neighborhood. And I question him. Why not put it in your neighborhood? But he that's wouldn't correct. answer.
1: <laughs> he probably, you know, and it's funny because there, there is an answer to that. And we know mm-hmm. why. We know, we know why. why. hmm yeah, and unfortunately, they thought your neighborhood was the path of least resistance until they came across Miss Shane Levine. That's when they, that's when they they figured, oh, this is no longer the path of least resistance. And in that, yeah. actually, the Formosa. So, wh- wh- where we are now with that fight, I I know that's give folks for an update on that process.
0: Formosa is at a halt right now because we spoke to Jamie Pinkham. In D.C., he's with the Civil Works, he's over the Army Corps of Mm Engineers, and we we wrote a letter to him in June. And you know, he answered us. That was so nice. And he ordered the Army Corps of Engineers to go back and do a complete EIS, Environmental Impact Statement. That's going to take about a year or two. So in my heart, I feel like most is history. Mm-hmm. most is not going to sit around for two and a half years to wait until they do this EIS. So it's only a matter of time before they announce that they're going to pull out.
1: Mm, that's amazing.
0: That's mm-hmm. a blessing. It is. How do
1: you feel when you when, when you get that news? I mean, what, what was Ooh, your? Boy, feeling?
0: I asked him. I asked Jamie Pickham to come to to come to St. James and see what we're going through, and you know he said yes. So he's coming. He's coming at the end of this month. Well, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. And he wanted to meet me and another member of RISE. So I had to figure out who I was going to pick. So I told my brother. My brother is the treasurer of RISE. And so he said he would come. The only thing is he's handicapped. And I don't know if he'll be able to walk that far because he walked with a walker. So Mm -hmm. I'm hoping it's not a problem for him to come. Because he he can explain things also the same way I can explain it to to Jamie Pickham. So now, I'm excited about that.
1: No, that's nice. And that's that's so so when you think about all this now, because you know I'm from Louisiana and <laughs> you know Louisiana's called Cancer Alley. And no, so just
0: just certain parts of Louisiana. That's right. Yeah. Well tell people that. The, explain that. The Cancer Alley is considered an 85-mile stretch between New Orleans and Baton Rouge. Mm -hmm. And that's the part that's called Cancer Alley. And I'm in the middle of that Cancer Alley corridor. You know, for years, I didn't know we were called Cancer Alley. Really? I really didn't know. No.
1: Yeah, you know, no. Actually, you know what's funny? Because I I think people probably would think that people outside of Louisiana probably think that we we know. But you're right. I didn't didn't know. But we just know that we're getting cancer.
0: That's right. That's what we knew, and we didn't know industry was the reason. That's right. We didn't know that until I started digging into it, and when I found out I had, uh, when when I found out I had autoimmune hepatitis in 2016, I started to read about it, and they say it comes from industrial industrial pollutants, mm. and uh, our officials said that that we can't prove that. I said, just give me a little bit more time and I will prove it because I'm going to hire either a scientist or or, uh, a biologist or somebody or chemist or someone to evaluate these chemicals that's being emitted in our community. And and we will be able to associate the chemicals with our sicknesses, especially Mm -hmm. with cancer. So we want to prove to them that. The industry is causing us to be sick. It's gonna take a little while, but that's what I want to have done.
1: Hmm. And I don't think you understand that that it that sometimes folks in our communities, when they're getting sick, it's debilitating. Like it's folks can't work. That they, you know, it just and then it, they all kind of other forms that they became to self-medicate. You know, they you know and do all kind of things because we don't they getting sick. That's right, and, it, and this is all. These are the impacts from these these chemicals that are being put into our communities.
0: Yes, and into our water and our soil.
1: I I know a big part of this work. You were you were fighting for the next generation too.
0: Yes, I am because I'm about done. I'm not. I don't mean to say it like that, but I'm older now. But I would like to live a long life. But I want to. I want the young people to stay in Saint James. I don't want them to move out. So we need to save our little community. We need to save our parish and we need to rebuild it. And someone asked me, how would I help the community? I would say if I had the money, I would buy the land that Formosa bought. I don't know Mm -hmm. why our farmers sold that land to Formosa. It's because of money. And so we don't have the money to buy it. But if I had the money, I would purchase that land and build a subdivision. And, and, and preserve the grave sites that's there. That's what I would do. And rebuild St. James, put, put a post office back, put a grocery store back. That's what I would do if I had the money.
1: Talk about the, the community and why, the, the, on the ground, how these, these chemical companies lie to the community and tell them about this. We need these jobs and all that stuff. So tell, tell them how, how that can actually divide the community as well. The
0: community, not really the community, the public officials, the community mm. don't know, like, like we didn't know. Um, they don't come to the community to speak to the community per se. They come to speak to the parish council members, the parish president, the governor. They don't come to speak to the citizens of this, of this community. They just talk to the officials and I don't know they must out con their minds or something and tell them this beautiful picture about how they're going to bring jobs and how they're gonna bring uh prosperity and uh good things to the to the community so I'm pretty sure they're bringing something un- under the table too but they're not they're not gonna to say that mm. so uh, the citizens find out about it after our officials, has, has already approved it. That's, that's when we find out things after it's done. Because I was told, you can't stop that plan because the governor approved it. I said, who is the governor? He's hmm. a person like, like, like I'm a person. So we, could, we can fight this. You can't fight the governor. <laughs> they only knew. It's the only knew. The governor is a human being, you huh? know. We, we, we can fight the governor. The governor don't live in St. James. So how can he have the audacity to poison us more? Let him poison his 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 uh, neighborhood. So uh that's what I was told. Oh, and they were so the members of the of the association that I was in, they didn't have any faith, they didn't have any courage, they didn't have any strength, they didn't have anything. Just was sitting up there having a meeting once a month and telling everybody what's going on, what chemicals coming in, what chemical plants coming in. And they would tell us. They, they would give us updates on what was going on. One, one lady could hardly breathe. She had mm. cancer, And she, we can't fight the plan. I said, I guess not. If you're sitting up, you're sick. So um, they, were, they were discouraging. They tried to discourage us. It was me and a few others. And um, the, the more they discouraged us, the more we were fussing after we got in the car, after our meetings. <laughs> we were angry and fussing. Jared Dean, she passed away. She said, Levine. We got to form an organization. We got to stop this plan. You need to uh, form an organization. I said, not me, Gerardine. I don't know how to to form an organization. And she kept on. She she told me that several times. Poor Gerardine. She was strong. Oh, boy, she could talk. She'd get up there and explain herself. I couldn't do that. But Gerardine was strong, baby. But after I started Rise, she was at my house for the first meeting. Gerardine was there. Hmm. And we were sitting up there talking and we going to stop this plan. And we was all excited. My daughter was there. We took notes. We did everything. Oh, it was so wonderful. <laughs> and then uh, the next time I called a meeting, I said, it's going to be in my garage. It was a little bit larger. That's when the NAACP came. Two members of the NAACP came to help us organize because we didn't know what to do. All we knew was we were going to start Formosa. We didn't know how to start an organization. We didn't know how to fight the industry. We didn't know anything about, about, about any of this stuff. All of this is new to me and new to my members. When I went to college, I didn't study environment. I studied teaching students. I, I, I didn't study the climate. I didn't study nothing. I just studied nothing pertaining to this. Hmm. So I thought I had to go to school or take a class or something, but I didn't. Every, everything I went. I, I learned as I went. And when Jared when Gerard, Dean was there, my daughter was there for that second meeting, the NAACP was there, and they told us we need a name. And so I asked the members if they thought St. James Rise was a good name. They didn't answer me. And I said, what, what about Rise St. James? And they all raised their hands. So I got the name I wanted. Mm. But, you know, I prayed first. I yeah. always pray and ask God what I should do and what our name should be. And that's when it came. It, it, it was Rye St. James. So Geraldine and I were happy. We now, we're not going to the help meeting anymore because they're not, they're not going to try to help us. Levine, just don't worry about them anymore. Oh, Geraldine was my inspiration. Mm. She passed on 2019. She passed. And that was heartbreaking. That was my strength. We went from there. And we started. We started having marches. Then we, uh, we we joined with another organization in St. John the Baptist Parish. Mm. So we started having marches. Then other people came to us in, from New Orleans to ask us, can they join with us? So they joined with us. We had uh, marches together. And uh, we, we, we formed a coalition. All they knew was they were joining with us in a march. Hmm. And and Robert Taylor and myself were, were the leaders of this coalition and the, and the leaders of the marches. And we went to the Capitol to, to meet with the governor. He went out the back door, I was told. After <laughs> we got there, <laughs> he went out the back door. <laughs> but but that's okay, I'm gonna catch him. I'm gonna catch him yet.
1: <laughs> oh man. Oh, this is something.
0: But 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 our governor, he seemed like he's trying, but his hands are tied, I guess, with all these People at him, you know, and stuff. So one of these days, I'm I'm hoping I get to talk to him because I, I spoke with him once before and he said that he's going to do a health study because I asked him, you know, to, to stop Formosa. And he said he's going to do a health study. He just told that to me just to throw me off. Hmm. But if he don't do it, I might do one.
1: Yeah, as, as no, As soon as
0: we get no. the
1: funds. As soon as we get like the you funds. Can, It seems like, Ms. Chan, you can do anything you want to do. That's, that's for sure. That's one thing about it. It seems like, you are on a roll. Let me ask you this, because you mentioned, you know, now that you are here, you've received awards now for your work. Um, congratulations on all of that. You you are you are doing this. And so I have a, a two-part question. The first part is now that you've seen the this environmental movement, when you got into it, and I believe you and many Folks like you around the country, uh, front line, fence line communities. That is what the climate movement should be. But a lot of times it don't look like that. And nothing wrong. We want a movement that has everybody in it. But I'm sure now it's a lot of people pulling on you who, not from your community, don't look and sound like you, don't understand. How does that feel, actually, now as you get more and more into this climate movement, so to speak?
0: Well, some of the people that's pulling on me from other states, other parishes, some of them understand and they express that, that they understand and that they are fighting in their communities too. I have members in my own organization who don't have faith. Hmm. They, they let me do all the work and they say when they want something done, they come bring the idea to me. And I tell them, my plate is full and you, you handle that. They look like they don't know what to do. And um, for example, my brother, when we first got started with this, they are all, they're all on board with me now. Don't, don't get me wrong. He came to me one day. He said, sis, I believe you. We're going to stop Formosa. I said, you finally believed after all this time? You didn't, you didn't believe before? He said, no, sis. I didn't know you didn't believe. Then a few more told me that they, they believe. We're going to stop this plant. I said, all this time, a year passed, year and a half passed, and y'all walking with me and y'all didn't believe. (laughs) But that was, I felt so good to know that they believe. Mm. So, I don't know, I just, I guess a lot of people don't believe. People in my community, in my church, they don't believe. And one lady, she's in my choir at my church. And the priest was announcing something about my Goldman Award. And the lady sitting right next to me, she said, Formosa is coming." She said it with anger in her voice. Mm. I didn't. I, I didn't answer her. I'm, I'm not gonna let her steal my joy. When the priest was speaking, you know that poor lady. I pray for her, cause she's she's she worked in the um, the public building in Saint James, and she worked with some governmental uh, program or something, or oh, she find jobs for young people. I think. And if Formosa come, that's jobs that, that she can present to the young people. So she put on Facebook, it was, like, it was like she was angry. Three of them looked like they were angry. All three of them go to my church. And, and I said, dear Lord, we got to pray for that lady because she said Famosa is coming. And she know, I was sitting right next to her and she knew I, I, I was about to cry because it hurted me the way she said it, like, like she was positive Formosa was coming. And then a few days later, she and two other ladies were on Facebook going back and forth with messages and stuff. And that lady said, Rise St. James is a, is a, is, is a joke. Mm. You know, that poor lady hasn't been back to church since that. She has asthma. She has to get a little pump, you know, to breathe with. Mm-hmm. And I pray for her. And I said, Dear Lord, I don't see her at church anymore. And she sit right, right next to me in the choir. So I said, poor thing. She really don't believe So don't It just, it hurted me the way she said it. It was like an arrow went through my heart. Mm. And then one, one time I was on the phone with someone. This is a very powerful man. And he was on the phone with me. And he didn't know I was on the phone, on a on on Zoom call. I meant to say a Zoom call. And he started talking, you know, because sometimes, you know, you'd be on the calls, you know, and, and everybody introduced themselves. Mm-hmm. And on that morning, we didn't introduce ourselves. And he said, "Famosa is coming and blah, blah, blah. And looked like an arrow went through my heart when he said that. The tears just didn't, I had to hold back my tears because when he mm. said it, and I said, he said it like he knows something, like he knows something that I don't know. And I know what my God told me. So for him to say that, somebody must be giving him a little something. Oh, he said it with that voice, that deep voice. And boy, it hurted me so bad. And then this this other guy that works with us, he said, "Miss Miss Miss Sharon want to say something." He saw my face, the look on my face. He's a sweet guy, and he saw. He said, "Miss Miss Sharon want to say something." And that's when the man he, he was startled because he didn't he didn't really know I, I was on the call, and he know for Formosa is my baby, and nobody wow. gonna put Formosa in my in my neighborhood. <laughs> so he know that all of them know that. So. I said, for Moses, not coming." I said it strong too. The same way you said it, I said it too. I said, for Moses, not coming." They're not coming two miles from my home, and I went on and on and on and on. And he said, "Oh no, Miss Sharon! Oh no, Miss Sharon! It's not! It's, it's not coming! It's not coming!" He, he heard and changed the, his tune because because of what I said after that. And I said, "Dear Lord, some some people pretend that they're on my side, but God's showing me all of those who are not on my side." I can see through them just just like I'm seeing through that window mm. but i i don't I don't say anything. I let them think I can't see through them, and I can't i I can't read what they're, what they're' what they're doing and what they're saying they're taking big money from industry, big time money from industry. I can't say that on in public because I can't prove it, but so many of us know they're taking that money. so
1: Ms. Sharon, as you're talking, you know one thing, and I know you have. Including this, dedicated your life to our babies. You became a teacher. You taught our babies. You loved our babies. Um, you got yes. your own babies. Um, probably ain't named babies no more, but the guy no. got. Them. <laughs> <laughs> but you got. But you know what I'm saying here. And now you fighting, putting your literally putting your your spirit, your life, your energy on the line to fight. So I know how important it is for us as Particularly black people, but even particularly as a black woman, you are inspiring. Speak to just the the next generation and know uh, of young all black people, but definitely for the, the young black women. Everything you've been through in your life, not that just this, but even from your teaching and being going through what you had to go through in Louisiana. What would you tell them now as we move forward, that uh, you can pass the baton to them? I would
0: tell them, especially if they are if they are in college. Try to learn a little bit about the environment, a little bit about the climate and uh, try to get involved. And one lady came to my house and she's going to college for environmental studies, environmental studies. And I was so glad to hear that. And I, I encouraged them to learn more about what's going on in their community. Don't be like I was for years, didn't know what was going on. Just just going through life, not caring, not wondering until, until Formosa and until I started going to the meetings in 2015 and hearing about all the industries that's in our community. So when I was teaching school, I said, when I retire, I need to do something. So I'm going to start going to meetings. So I started, I, I, I went, I went to this meeting and then I joined. So I was preparing myself for after I retired, mm. not knowing I'll become an, an environmentalist not knowing I would hear, but all these things that was going on when I was sleeping, I guess I was sleeping all those years, not knowing. So, um, I'm glad I did that. I'm glad I tried to prepare myself for after I retired. And I didn't know it would be about climate change. I didn't know it would be about environment. I just thought it would be something in the community that I would be doing, not knowing it would be this, what I'm doing right now.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what is so with that in mind, this you're already winning. You, you we, we, we we finally it's official. We get rid of Formosa. That's right. We, we 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 get rid of these other. Cause they got a lot of other petrochemical companies They want to bring online. We, we we stop that madness uh, for what they doing trying to you know make these fertilizer or single use plastic whatever they want to do. Yes, so they, we, yes. We stop all that. We stop all that madness.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then. What do you think one takes to get there? And what, what hope do you think that's going to give us?
0: It's, it's a hope that we have a better, a better future, that we'll have clean air, we have clean water. We'll be are, we are able to live a better life and a healthy life. Just go back a little bit to when, when I was a little girl, when I came up. We, we didn't have all these industries here and we were healthy. We were not sick. So let's go back partly to the good old days. And then we, we would be able to live longer and
1: healthier. Mister, I got to ask you, where does your courage come from? Up above. Come on now.
0: From God. That's mm-hmm. uh, what I said when I, when I spoke to God. He put this in me. He, he, he changed me. Changed my whole being. He didn't change my face on anything, It's just joking. But he, he didn't make me... <laughs> A nice figure or anything, he just changed in here my inner being, and um, I'm glad he changed me because I'm here to do what he put in my heart to do, and I'm doing. I'm only his vessel. I'm doing the work that he want me to do, and I, I, I often I used to wonder why he chose me. Is it because I went to him crying? I cried so much because I thought I had to move. When I went to the Help association meetings, uh, they were saying they, they, they need to buy us out. And I didn't know some of the members was telling people we we wanna be bought out. I said, why would they say something stupid like that? I don't wanna be bought out. This is my home and I wanna stay here. So some of the organizations, two organizations thought that we we wanted to be bought out. That wasn't so. Until we found out. And prior to me joining the Help Association, I was told that they could have stopped this other plant called YCI. They didn't even, I was teaching school, I didn't know, but these plants coming in here, they bought our high school, mm-hmm. they bought our post office, they closed the post office down. That's what opened our eyes, me and, and, and a lot of other people. So I feel like if these people would have said, let's stop YCI. That that plant wouldn't have wouldn't have been here and our high school would have, would have still been here. But the people that they had in the office with the help associates, people, I don't know where these people come from. That's my neighbors. They just sat down here and let them sell our high school. They let this plant come in here. Hmm. The plant bought our high school for 10 million, 10.1 million. We had to build a new high school in another district for 45 million. Isn't that stupid? Our school board members voted for this. Plant to buy our school. Our parish officials voted for this plant to buy our high school. And that's the high school I was teaching at. That's the high school I graduated from. I had to drive 10 miles further, you know, for our work, 10 miles or more. And then um, when I started praying after coming from those stupid meetings, oh, they made me so mad. Educated women standing up there talking, but there's nothing you could do. The plan is going to come. Oh, Lord. It made me so angry. I would go home, me and Geraldine would fuss in the car. i bring her home and she fussing and I'm fussing. I go home, get ready for bed and I pray. And I ask God, I have to move dear God. Where would, where would I go? Should I go to Lafayette? Should I build a house in Baton Rouge? I said, if I go to Baton Rouge, that's an hour's drive from my church. How can I sing in the choir? I have to get up early in the morning to come to, to drive an hour to go to my church. I have to go to choir rehearsal on Thursdays. That's an hour's drive. I said, dear Lord, I don't want to go to Baton Rouge. Dear Lord, I don't want to move. And I lay in the bed and cry myself to sleep. I did that every month because I'll go to the meeting and it would upset me because them stupid fools were still talking about we're going to have to move and the plants coming in. and nothing you could do about it. Oh, Lord. So some of them still say we can't stop Formosa. Some of those same members, she wasting her time. They don't tell it to me. They tell it to other people. They come back and they tell me. For one example, we gave gift bags to the elderly. And one lady, we bought a gift bag to, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. She told one of my members that um, she can't stop that plant. I started giving her mother a gift bag. She didn't tell it to me because they know I'm going to growl at them. I'm going to tell them something. <laughs> they don't tell it to me to tell it to other people. And they come back and tell me. So I said, really? I said, she said that after all the work we're doing, she still don't believe. She said, no. She said, that woman said, you're wasting your time. You can't stop that plant. And I said, okay, they're going to see. So uh, the lady passed on, the, the, the older lady passed on. And her daughter, her daughter and I, I'm kin to those people. That's, that's my cousins so hmm. I don't hold anything against them I say they have weak weak minds I say they need to seek God that's what I say to myself so um that's so that's what I did I went to God and I sat on that porch one day because we were Milton was saying that my brother he don't know where he's gonna move because the plants coming in he said he said I guess I'll move across the river in convent I said Milton that is not far enough I said the wind, the wind gonna blow across the river in convent <laughs> Because Convict, you know, is in St. James Parish. A Convict is across the river from us, like a, like a half a mile apart mm. from us. I said, Milton, that is not far enough. Well, yes, yeah, sis, you know, you know, you know, you're right. That's right. And I said, he said, well, then after I finished out there in the street fussing and telling them we're not going nowhere and getting on that bull's horn and marching and stuff. That was when after he saw me we're we going we gonna to stop for most. And I believe you, sis. So he don't talk about moving. I don't talk about moving. I don't talk about nobody going to buy Amen. me. Out. And so uh, so, uh, so, that's when I went to God. I said, because I, I didn't want to move to Baton Rouge and I didn't want to move to New Orleans. It's worse than New Orleans, I find. And uh, all different places. So and I said, I don't move out the state. I love, I love being in St. James. And so I sat on my porch one Sunday evening and boy, did I pray. Did I pray. And I said, dear Lord, I don't know what to do, dear Lord. Should I sell my home? Should I sell my land? And he told me no. And I prayed right through this ear and this ear too, but this ear was loud. I mean, he said, no, I heard him. You, you will know his voice. When he speak to you, you will know his voice. Some people, you might not, That might've been a devil talking to you, blah, blah, blah. No, baby, this was God talking to me. I knew, I knew right there that that was God. I guess God was tired of me crying at night when I come from the meetings and tired of me worrying about where I'm going to move and stuff because they, they kept saying, we're going to have to move because the industry coming in. And I said, why should we have to move? We were, we were, we were here first, let them pack, pack up and leave. <laughs> so they've angered me when they said that like 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 we are nothing. My grandparents work and pay for this land. I got to give it to industry? They must be crazy. So that's when God gave me my answer. And that day, that's when I was transformed. He put something in me. Oh my God, it's so wonderful. He put a courage in me, a strength in me, faith, more faith in me and belief in me. And when he told me to fight that's my answer. For most are not coming, mm. and he already told it to me. When I'm on my knees praying and talking to him, I said, "Dear Lord, I know what you told me." I said, "But so many people don't believe me." So he he telling me, "Don't worry about the people. Just do what I tell you to do."
1: That's right, Michelle. So, how can how can people support and keep up with your work? I want people him, to just...
0: Tell them, come help me build my house. I need there you man go. Power. No, no, no. I, step I, one.
1: Oh, yeah, step no, one. okay. I want step them to, one. Come,
0: to come out there with the hammers and nails and help me. <laughs> That's okay. what I want them to do. No, no, no. And, That's and I want one. them we to can pray. work on that. I want and, them to and, pray for me that I continue my fight and that I continue to being strong, which I will be. I, I know that already, but I want them to continue praying for me. Prayers is powerful. And I want them to help us by giving to our um uh, to my GoFundMe. The GoFundMe is to is to rebuild my home and to send to Rise St. James so we could help other members of Rise to rebuild their homes. We have three members that the, the mobile homes were destroyed. One of my members, his name is Ned, his mother funeral is today. Hmm. His home was the mobile home was turned over. I have pictures of his home. And uh I couldn't go to his funeral. I'm not at my home. I don't have clothes or anything. I didn't want to go with my shorts and stuff. And it's hard to c- communicate back and forth with the driving and with and with what's what's going on in St. James. When I was told a funeral is today, I was, I was, I was over here. I didn't have the proper clothes to get dressed and go this morning. So I'm not going, but I'll talk to him later. But, uh, he was also a student of mine, and he's one of the strong members of Rise St. James, and he believed. He believed we were be going to stop Formosa. And so um, people can help me by getting the word out to President Biden that I will be in D.C. on the 11th through the 15th, and I would like to meet with him. I have been telling that to everyone. Maybe they can have a friend or a friend who can get in touch with President Biden. We wrote him a letter telling him that we that, that I would be up there. He hasn't responded.
1: <laughs> mm.
0: And a, I want to have a representative, no, Congressman Troy Carter. He's he's from New Orleans. I have his number. I got his number last night. And I'm going to call him and ask him if he can hook me up with the president of the United States. And I will invite the president to come down and see what we're going through. I will let him know. Hearing about it is one thing. But seeing it, it's a whole nother ball game.
1: I'm going to see what I can do on that side myself.
0: That was be number one on my list. If you can get in touch with him or okay. someone.
1: Well, you never like, know. You know, sometimes, because, you know, the Bible says you have not because you ask not. So you, that's act, you, right. ask, that's you right. ask. That's
0: right. That's uh, and, right. And and I'll be speaking. They're only giving me five minutes to speak Wednesday. I told that girl, I said, is that all? And she, 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 she said, well, if you start speaking, you speak a little bit more. It's okay. So I said, well, okay. Because I might go over five minutes. I might get fired up and go over five
1: minutes. I'm going to say right now, take your time. Take it. <laughs> All right. Tell Rev. You, tell you. Rev. If they get mad at you, tell Rev said, take my time. I'm going to take right. my time. All right. All right. Okay. Like what you heard on this episode? Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Follow us at Think 100 Climate and at Hip Hop Caucus on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook visit the show.com where you can take action for climate justice right now you can also learn more about this podcast and donate to think 100 which is a non-profit project thank you for listening and all power to the people. it's the coolest show you know it's the coolest show you know